and welcome back to Speak of the Week with me, Anne Hurst, and my lovely friend, Tim Merriweather. So the episode you're about to hear, we actually recorded about three weeks ago. And so, yeah, weird times for everyone, isn't it? We don't, In fact, we just got back from a trip to northern Italy and we do talk about that. But I just want to make it very clear that when we came back from Italy... The story hadn't quite broke that things were as bad as they are. So we were totally unaware when we were there, but we did dodge that bullet. And since then, we've been in our house. The family is all home. The, when Tim and I was recorded that episode, that was the last time we saw each other face to face. He works in a care home. So, um, yeah, he's got a job. Um, more update on that to come. But he obviously works with vulnerable people. So... We're doing what everybody should be doing right now, keeping ourselves safe, keeping ourselves at home um, and trying to stay well. And yeah, that's about it, really. So do enjoy the episode and bear in mind that when, when we recorded it, we didn't really, we weren't in the place that we are now. So it's quite different. And anyway, hope you enjoy it. Don't touch your face and wash your hands afterwards. Do something you again. I did the colour from the cold and damp. It still remains with the sound. Of silence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Should we just start? All right. Am just I speaking started. really loudly? I can't tell. Uh, you are, but no, I've turned the sound down, so it's oh, fine. Okay. Hello, Tim. Hi, Anne. How Welcome are you? Back. I'm thanks. It's lovely to be back in uh, Anne Manor. Exactly. Yeah. In my Anshin. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought of that. See what you've done there. So, this is effectively, technically, officially the first podcast of 2020. It's just about time. <sighs> yeah, because we've done some other ones, but we tried to do a different format. And, oh, uh, we got ambitious. We did get ambitious. We got ambitious. We cooked. Yeah. Uh, fun fact, cooking doesn't work in an audible format. Well, it does if you've got the right microphones, but can I find the right microphones? Have you looked? This is a very low-budget operation. Have you looked? Yes, I even bought one and tried it out, Yeah. but it would only connect once. What? It would only con... Oh, it's too technical. It would only connect through one speaker. Oh. So I couldn't have two people speaking on oh. it, and it was clipped to my lapel, and it was very good, but um, anyway... Any techie bods out there? We could clip these to all the pals. These are giant. Yeah, but it'd be, look, it'd be great. You know, when, so when this podcast becomes a phenomenon and mm. it's incredibly successful and we're touring and all of that. Oh, live shows. Live shows. Yeah. We will get proper microphones, promise, and we'll get those pop shields to mm. stop us um, being too, too loud. Yeah. Um, and... <laughs> Wonderful. That was a good one. Yeah. And we'll get proper roving mics, as I'm sure they never oh. call them now, but the ones that you stick on your shirt. No. Do you know what? I'm I rustling. Want, I want a uh, QVC style face mic. You know one that the people selling like counterfeit microwaves in a market where yes. when they're doing, or like a meat raffle man. Oh yeah. Yeah, I want to get one of them. That'd be good. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> that noise. I just took my gilet off. Wow. It was very hot. It was, I was rustling. It was very ASMR. Was it, it? Yeah. I'm sure there are people out there going... Oh. <laughs> What's AMSR? ASMR? What is that? Uh, it's some uh, simulated medium response. It's when you hear a noise mm. and it does shit to you. Oh, really? Yeah. So when I did that zip, zip, it actually sounded like I was opening a tent. And in fact, 
you don't know because you're just listening. I've just come out of my tent to sit here properly. It, but it's like a, an emotional tent. Yeah. This is this is tentless and. <laughs> I'm without canvas. Yeah. Yeah. She's wearing clothes. Yeah. But like I'm not. No. But that's tradition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The podcast wouldn't be the podcast if you were clothed. Yeah, I, I just have a mighty coat of thick downy fur. We've got a photo. Yeah, we we're going to put a photo up of, of me and Tim. Yeah. Because literally thousands of people haven't asked, what do you and Tim look like? Yeah. Um, all of our listeners haven't asked and everyone else hasn't either. So we just thought we would respond to that with a, here, this is what we look yeah. like. <laughs> so. Uh, and um, if lots of people tell us to, we will do a uh, cosplay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll dress up in costumes for the next episode and, uh, you know, Absolutely. Do, it, do it in full character. We are very much freestyling in 2020. Oh, yes. So, um, Tim. Yeah. What have you been up to? Oh, um. How's the job situation? It's all right. Yeah, it's good. Work with a nice person. Tim's got a job. Uh, yeah, I work in care. Because, you know, I don't have qualifications. <laughs> Yet. Yet. Yeah, one day. Who knows? Maybe. Probably. Maybe. So you, you're caring for someone? Yeah, more. Uh, so my full title is Esoteric Support Worker. Oh, I love that title so much. Yeah. Oh, it's great. It feels like I should have big sleeves. It really does. I mean, that just feels like a cosplay um, employment Thing anyway doesn't it yeah when it just means that i'm specialized are you quite esoteric uh, i bet fairly. you are I, I like to think of myself as fairly esoteric i bet you are yeah, yeah. well congratulations well, thanks and what's been going on with you uh more stuff's been going on with me but let's do uh like a one oh, what, like i'll a go you yeah like you speak and then i speak yeah like a conversation that's the one jeez i know honestly this is this is a whole new look for us. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's more like um, actual adult people speaking as opposed to you just trying to wring blood from a stone. <laughs> it's never been like that. It has uh, never been like that, hardly ever. It has. <laughs> she uh, has to get me to have a nervous breakdown and cry under a table like Michael Jackson's dad before I can get any decent work done. That's, well, yeah, that's true. But it's not like wringing blood from a stone. She hits me. <laughs> I never hit you. She does. I do not hit Call you. Call Esther Ransom. <laughs> Please. Um, what, what have I been doing? Yeah. What have I been that. doing? I have been, uh, this year, I've been um, doing a lot of improv. Really? Yes, a lot of it. Wow. Um, Did you practice that answer? Mm-hmm. No, I did it. I made it up. Wow. Just said it. That's amazing. Um, so I've been doing that. I've been uh, working with or training with a, with an improv group in Norwich. Yeah. Called Dogface. Oh. Who are really good. Wow. Yeah. So that's great. been great fun. So I've yeah. done a few. I've done a few of those. Also now got my um, my stand up career is now standing at three gigs. What? Yeah. I have done three gigs now. So you're a stand-up comedian now? Well, officially, I don't think you can call yourself a stand... Well, you can call yourself one, but the sort of... The unwritten thing is you have to have done 100 gigs before you know whether you're any good at it and if you definitely want to do it. So, 97 to go and counting. Oh, wow. I can't wait till you say that the Apollo's your second home and oh. I call you a massive wanker. <laughs> I can't wait for that either, Tim. Yeah, it's going to be so exciting. It's going to be so fun. Yeah. Um, on that note, I do want to practice my material on you after this podcast. Oh, Can I'd we do love that? that. Can we do that? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. So I've got some new stuff. Oh. Yeah. So yeah, had the we had the semi-final of the competition that I entered back in November, and that went well, but obviously I didn't get through to the final because it was a new act competition, but. Um, at the one extreme, you had me, who mm -hmm. is 
such a new act that that was my first ever time on yeah. stage doing that. And at the other end of the spectrum, we've got new new acts in inverted commas. I'm doing that thing with Frankie the Boyle. Yeah, <laughs> new act Frankie Boyle. Yeah, so new acts. No, they they are quite new, but they've just really done loads and loads and loads of gigs, and mm. they're really funny and. The standard at the semi-final was so great. I wish you'd been there because there were about six comedians, definitely, that I can think of now who I would pay to go and see. Really? I absolutely loved them. Yeah. One particular, two particular people to watch, three particular people to watch who didn't win the final. Um, Erin Tett, bloody hilarious. Mm. Maddie... Prior, I think, is her surname. Absolutely brilliant. And as funny as her dad. <laughs> exactly. Richard. Exactly. They look nothing alike. Weird. And a guy called William Stone, who is right up your street. Is he? He's absolutely so far up your street. You're practically neighbours. Well, wow. Yeah. That's amazing. He's amazing. Why, why is he on my street? He's, what do you think of me as? Uh, he just has a very... He's got a very likeable character uh-huh. and comes out with stuff that is both silly and random but quite clever at the uh-huh. same time wow that does sound like something i'd enjoy yeah. someone who is likable <laughs> uh, with topical observational humor based in silliness but also in truth and with an intellectual edge Hmm. Mm. That's cool. That's cool. And you lost me. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. So that was really good fun. Great stuff. Loved it. And um, we've been, we've both been on holiday. We have. Uh, Let's say our holidays on the count of three. One, two, three. Skiing. Skiing. Oh, weird. Oh, my God. And we're not posh. No. I was just saying that. Although I'm way less posh than you. No, you're not. All right, where did you go skiing? The ski slopes. Of? I can't say it because, I'll get, because people will keep away from me. Well, let's just say that if you knew where I went, you wouldn't come within 100 metres of me. I didn't know Wuhan province had <laughs> that. <laughs> well, <laughs> the sister town of Wuhan, <laughs> northern Italy. Is oh, where lovely. Yeah, Shit. Lovely. Yeah, it was really lovely, but yeah, a little bit virusy after we left. Yeah, little yeah. bit, little bit virusy. So they closed it all up. Well, apparently they haven't closed the bit where we were. Oh, good. Or they hadn't last week. Ah. Can you hear that noise? Yeah, they're coming for you. I know. So where did you go, Tim? Uh, Bulgaria. See, I, that's so posh. You, people Bansko. don't even normally go there. Yeah, they do. It's the cheapest place to go skiing. Is it really? Yeah, one of. Although I think um, it's been beaten by Belarus. You can go skiing in Belarus now. I don't even know where Belarus is. It's near Russia. That's what I thought. And Georgia. Yeah, Georgia is. Which is yeah. near Russia. Yeah, that's all in that very cold bit. Yeah. The cold part of Eastern Europe, isn't it? Yeah, potato mm. Europe. Is it sort of Poland area? Uh, no, I don't know. Probably. But I think of we Europe as... We are so bright. Oh, uh, yeah. But there's like tomato <laughs> Europe and potato Europe. Oh, I see. Is that racist? No. Right. <laughs> some parts of Europe grow no, potatoes, some not. grow tomatoes. Fact. Yeah. All right, how many potatoes do they grow in Spain? I don't know, because they grow tomatoes. <laughs> Can you not grow both? I've grown both. I'm not joking, right? I've grown both in the same pot. You can grow both of the same plant. You can. What do you call it? A potamo. A, a, a pomato. A tomato. A tomato. I don't know, but you can call a tompot. Potato. It's no. called a tompot. It is called a tompot. Ah, potato. Potatoes. A potato. That is racist. It's is it? not. It's just doing an Irish accent. Yeah. Um, so, is that by grafting 
uh, the top half of a tomato plant onto the bottom half of a potato plant because yes. they're both nightshades. They are, yes. Ah. They're both belladonnas, aren't they? Yeah, so you could also put aubergines in the mix. Yeah, if you didn't want to literally vomit everywhere. Why? I hate, I hate aubergine. But they're so smooth. Do you know what? They're one of those annoying veg because they look absolutely beautiful and the colour is fab. Yeah. And then you cut into them and they taste like puddles. You're cooking them wrong. I I am. Do you know what? This this show is very much a comedy stroke cookery show, isn't it? To be (laughs) fair, because we quite often get onto food. I went um, with my sister and some friends once. We went to Morocco once. Ooh. And we went to like a little cookery. We, we had a little cookery lesson there. It was really good. And the lady there showed us how to... Did you cook. learn how to make cash? <laughs> no. Oh, that was the next no, day. <laughs> <laughs> and um, funny enough, one of the people that was with us is, is called Jean. Really? Yeah. So we raised a glass to Jean. Ah, oh, and when she passed you things, did you say, ta, Jean? Yes, all, the entire Brilliant. four days. The poor woman hated us. Ah, oh, it's like, I used to know a guy called Matt, and, uh, like, you point at things and go, look, a door, Matt. And yeah, that's always good. Yeah. It's always good when you've got a friend whose name lends itself to everyday speech with a little Welcome bit of Welcome to my place, Matt, and, you know... What was Chris's... My husband had a... Um, they had a German guy that lived with... He's got them. a husband, everyone. Got a husband. Sorry, um, sorry gents. <laughs> Some ladies. I don't know. I'll get back to aubergines in a minute, but I'm trying to think of the name of this guy um, that who's... He lived with them and he was called... Ger- he was German and he was called something like... Um, Orgo... So it was literally like... Orko. No, Orgo. Or Org, like from Masters of the Universe, the little wizard guy. Not Orko, Orgo. Oh. It was like, should we all go to the pub? Oh. That sort of thing. Oh, or like, should <laughs> okay. we go to the restaurant or Orgo. go to the cafe? It wasn't Orgo, it was something like that. I'll find out the next time. Do you know what? I won't because we are terrible at doing that. Yeah. We never, ever follow up what we said on the previous no, podcast. No, I think once a year we should do an episode where, where we, we just cliff... Yeah. Uh, like, um, Let's just sort out all the loose ends. Yeah. Our end of year podcast should literally be a sorting out all the loose ends. And do you know what? It won't be, because I'll forget that I've said that and we just won't do it. Yeah, you will. <laughs> I won't. That was the last time we did a podcast, according what? to the listeners, was our live Christmas Day broadcast. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. No. No. It was ages ago, wasn't it? Can't How long ago it. was Christmas? Oh, that was literally forever. Yeah. I hate people that say literally, and I say it all the time. Yeah. Although, I hate people more that say figuratively, where other people say literally. Oh, figuratively? That's, that's even worse. Yeah, because, you know... I think yeah. the reason I hate the fact that I say literally, and I do say it, Literally, not all of the time. Yeah, figuratively, all the time. Oh, it's just no. It's, yeah, it's horrible. It's because it's not true. Yeah. It's not. It's not. It's not the right way to use the word. No. It kind of just ended up in our speech, and now I use it, and I'm, I'm going to just. Re- that's going to be the thing I'm going to try not to do this year. What? No, I'm going to try not to say literally. But what if things are being extremely literal? Oh, unless they really are being literal. Oh. Yeah. And in which case I will use it. Oh. In abundance. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. Um, yeah, so aubergines. Yeah, so the yeah. lady in Morocco um, showed, showed us how to make these aubergines properly. And she diced them incredibly, incredibly finely. And then... Um, Covered them in salt. I can't remember, but I remember they were diced very finely, and then they were. Um, I think we put them in a some kind of. We fried them up or sautéed them or something, and they were really nice. Ah. But I think it was mainly because they were very very fine, and they had lots of good seasoning, and I think that was probably the thing. Well, I don't know. How would you cook them? Chop them. 
In what shape though? Because I can't oh, do it round. I do, I do chunky coins. You don't chunky have to, coins, but yeah. if you do that and then cover them in salt yes. and leave them for like an hour or something, yeah. it sucks all the juice out of them and the juice is the really horrible bitter juice and then you pat them with kitchen towel mm. and then cook them and then they're nice. Okay. Do you do the same with courgette? Oh, I don't cook courgette. <laughs> do you not like it? I, no. No. See, I'm the same with aubergine. I'll cook a courgette. I can cope yeah. with a courgette. Because actually with a courgette, you can, if they're, if they're sort of on the unripe side, yeah. they're nice and firm, you can chunky coin them and sauté them so they brown on each side and, you, and they, the juice in them doesn't really matter. No, but they were always one of the things my mum put in the um, spaghetti bolognese to try and fucking trick me. Oh my god, I just talked about that in my last stand-up gig. I hate that. Stop trying to trick people. Courgettes and muffins. Yeah. Why why try and hide veg? Just make something with veg. (laughs) I'm an adult. I can remember making the kids chocolate milk and whizzing up some spinach in the smoothie maker and putting that in and the chocolate milk went green. And they're like, what the hell is wrong with the chocolate milk? Why has it gone green? (laughs) And I just made something up. Oh, it's just a different brand, I said. And how was it? It Well, I couldn't taste the difference, but they could not get past. It tasted like chocolate, a bit earthy, but um, yeah, I used to do it all the time. I used to hide, um, I used to make carrot cakes deliberately so that they would, but they eat carrots anyway. But I used to put courgettes in stuff, parsnips in stuff. Yeah, all the time. Grate it up. Put it in the bolognese sauce. You yeah. war criminal. I know. You're looking at me like you want to kill me. No, I'm just... <laughs> I'm not I'm, angry. I'm, I'm just disappointed. I'm disappointed, you haven't I? I'm so sorry, too. Mm. I'm so sorry. No, it's fine. I'm over it. Are you? <laughs> Cauliflower. Cauliflower's another one. You can put that in anything. Yes. You can put it in anything. Yeah. <laughs> and then it will just have cauliflower in. Like... You're not fooling anyone. The only reason people aren't shitty to you about it is because they love you and you're just trying to, like, test their love. Oh, no, the kids were shitty to me about it. Oh, then why do it? Oh, I just thought they wouldn't notice. I couldn't But they always notice. (laughs) Everyone knows. I used to make them cupcakes. I couldn't resist. I just couldn't resist trying to... Well, first of all, I would would cut the sugar by about two-thirds... Yep, so then bread. You've, you've made bread at that point. <laughs> I used to do that. Yeah. And I used to try and figure out a way. I'd look in the veg drawer and try and figure out a way. It was like a, it was like a challenge to me. How can I get some of this green earthy stuff into this now not very sweet cake? And for them to go, oh, mum, this is absolutely delicious. They never did they that, did they? They never did it. They were like, I, I used to bake and they'd be like, are they real cakes? They were still <laughs> the most suspicious children in the world. Are they real cakes, mum? Or have they got vegetables in them? No, they're, <laughs> they're nearly real cakes. <laughs> it's like cake. It's like, I put raisins in, Oh. Yeah, for all you mums out there that definitely listen to this because of Anne. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, big up your Chocolate self. chips aren't raisins. Put them in. Don't put raisins in because someone, even if they like raisins, they'll see it, they'll think, oh, chocolate chips. They'll take a bite and then they'll go, fair, 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 fair. Yeah. Why? Why? What, 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 Unless what? you tell someone their raisins, I think it's not fair to do that. No, it's not fair. No. Unless it's in something like a carrot cake. Yeah. Because if you put chocolate chips in a carrot cake, yeah. don't want anything to do with you. I have to say, last, well, before we went away, I used up all the fruit in the fruit bowl. I made an apple and cinnamon cake, and, and that had sultanas in it. And, the, and marrow. <laughs> and just a bit of marrow, that was it, and a bit of pak choy. Yeah. But other than that, <laughs> and they loved that, because that was a real cake, with real sugar in oh, it. Apple, cinnamon, raisin. Yeah. They go together. Yes. Like... Apple, cauliflower, pak choy. 
raisins, no sugar. Yeah. That's a savoury dish. That's yeah. practically a stir fry. Yeah, that's an eggless quiche. <laughs> oh, I had sort of dreams of like doing some kind of kids' cookbook, but I thought, no, they all hate me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, we could do a kids' cookbook because yeah. I'll put in things. You put food. stuff in. I know. Actual food. Actual food that they will eat and yeah. they like. Although, when you see the picture of us, you'll understand. Because I am very large. <laughs> not just tall. I'm also fat. You're not, Tim. I am. You're not. You're like, you'd say that from a mum point of view. No, yeah, you're I know. I am. You're husky. <laughs> I would never call you husky. <laughs> no. You're a big lad, Tim. Yeah. You are. Which is a mum for... <laughs> mm, <laughs> I fed you too much. I just gave you a slice of banana bread. You did give me a slice of banana bread. Yeah. Toasted with butter on it. Yeah. Because it's very nice. that's how you eat banana bread. Exactly. Has this become a show about cooking? Yeah, it has a little bit. All right. Has anything strange happened to you in the last couple of weeks? Any news stories caught your eye? Oh, we had an idea, didn't we? Yeah. So, we, um, Tim's Or at least a segment. Well, yeah, because we thought the the problem with this podcast, well, there are many. Yeah, there are. um, It's possibly the least consistent um, podcast in the world. Yeah. Yeah. it's quite, it's quite random. There's no real hook. I hate that word. Can we change the word? What? Random. random. I say that a lot as well. Oh, I hate random. Oh, I'm so random. <laughs> oh, I'm quirky. I'm quirky. It's quirky. It's not quirky. No, but the things we, what I mean is the things we talk about have, are not usually very they linked to They differ regularly. They do. Yeah. The link. How are you with eclectic? Tenuous. Eclectic is fine. Right. It's an Random. eclectic mix of, of um, points of view about stuff that might or might not yeah. happen. Yeah. Although, fuck it, say random. Doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> anyway, so we were like, oh, we need something. Like, you I said mean, that. Yeah, to be fair. I said, it's Tim, I said. Didn't I, Tim? You did. We need something that makes the. That makes people who are, who find us go, well, what do they talk about? Well, I don't know. Just talk about anything. Um, and then we thought, well, because you've said this before, Tim. Have I? You have. But you always forget. But Tim said in the past, I'll just remind I've him. I've taken a few knocks to said, the noodle. Yeah. <laughs> he hasn't got many knocks to the noodle left. Put no. it that way. Um, you said, let's talk about, like, Things that have happened in the news. Oh, I'm wise. And do a quick sort of roundup. But I said, I replied, um, Tim, the thing is, you know how shit I am at getting this out there. She is. Sometimes it takes me two weeks to put the thing out there. Yeah. Because it's just me. Like I said, it's low budget, low production value. And I don't help. The news has. No, Tim <laughs> does fuck all. He turns up here. <laughs> yeah. We have a chat. Yeah. I record it. And then he goes home. Yeah, the patriarchy. That is his input. (laughs) But I'm winning because I don't have to leave my house. Yeah. Yeah, I I drive. You drive. I can drive now. Yay! I couldn't when we met. Look at us all grown up. I've got a husband. You've got a car. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Just take a moment to congratulate ourselves there. Um, Anyway, so... Then we thought, well, we could keep it newsy, mm. but what we could try and do is maybe predict the news for three weeks' time, and then yeah. when this podcast does come out, then people will go, well, you know, we could talk about the news, and then when it does come out, that's the news. Yeah. It does require a level of insight on our behalf, or just maybe some imagination. Mm. Um, so, what's going to happen in three weeks' time, Tim? Uh... Bear in mind... Now. It'll be now, according to the listeners. Corona zombies. The first corona zombie has um, turned up in where? Putney. Oh, it's always going to happen there, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I um, I couldn't believe it when I saw that on the news. I used to live in Putney, you know. Really? Oh. Yeah. It doesn't surprise me. No. With the number of um, sort of areas where lots of people congregate yeah. and the pubs get jammed in Putney. Absolutely yeah. jammed. 
it was a combination of someone eating quinoa and purple sprout and broccoli yeah. with coronavirus and it just turned him into a zombie. Oh. Mm. I knew quinoa was the enemy. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, I love purple sprouting broccoli. Oh, who though. doesn't? It's amazing. Yeah. I and... mean, like I say, I lived in Putney. Why wouldn't I love purple <laughs> sprouting broccoli? <laughs> Yeah, so that is sad news that yeah. the very first corona zombies are now walking the earth. Mm. Um, who knew that The Walking Dead was just a documentary waiting to happen? Yeah, um, it's almost like reverse gentrification. It is. Yeah, the yeah. posh areas are now being ravaged by uh, the hungry corpses of... Yes, of course, because they're going to start bankers. in Putney. Yeah. And then they'll go to Wimbledon, yep. which is just up the road. And then they'll probably... They could probably just get on the train and go to Waterloo. I'll walk along the tracks. And then walk... Yeah, go to Waterloo. And then they can kind of find their way along the South Bank mm. and then cross over and then they're in the city. And, um, yeah... So you can see how it's going to spread. Yeah. I mean, out here in Suffolk, we can all we can do is stockpile. Yeah, we can. Um, and we have yeah. been. Yeah. Year's I, supply of banana bread. Well, I, I want to say I, I started to stockpile today. Did you? I did. Oh, I, I actually did. I went to, um, I went to Aldi after oh, nice. I went to the gym. And... Do you know, I don't want to spread this around because everybody will do it, but they've got little um, cartons of Passata for 32p. What? I you, mean... You can... And they take I up so little space. I could make a wall of Passata. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'll do. A brick wall, a, a sort of Passata wall. Yeah. I mean, I can believe that, 32p. Oh. So I've stocked up. I bought... Um, I started off slowly. I bought two cartons. <laughs> As, I didn't yeah, want to, no. I'm very British when I'm stockpiling. I don't want to appear greedy. Mm. I did. I mean, funnily enough, I saw a guy, and I'm not kidding, walking out of Aldi, and he had three tubs of Lurpak spreadable butter. No joke. Three tubs of it, and he was walking around, not even with, with it in a bag, just holding it. And I thought, that's almost showing off a bit there, mate. You don't need three tubs of Lurpak spreadable butter. Unless he's going to an orgy. Oh, I didn't think of that. I, yeah. I can tell you honestly now, that never crossed my mind. Maybe he's just going there, they're all going to grease themselves up, but they want to use a quality butter. <laughs> it's, it's interesting that you thought orgy, and I thought he's got lots of people coming over for sandwiches. <laughs> That's people. They, they have it, two people at very different stages of life. Why? What you are... He had a ciabatta as well. See, that's the thing. I'm guessing... <laughs> guessing. At orgies, they would have snacks. Because you'd get hungry. <laughs> you'd have a little snack. You'd go back to it. They like would. I, I feel like if it's being done in someone's house, you, you put out a spread. You would. <laughs> you would definitely put some nibbles out. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe theme them. Yeah. <laughs> Melon wrapped in prosciutto. <laughs> I was thinking little bruschetta with tapenade. Oh, lovely. <laughs> Bite size. Bruschetta. Bruschetta. Yeah, so greedy stockpiling orgy man with his lurpak spreadable. Yeah. Come on, steady on, mate. Do what the rest of us are doing. Go once in a while and buy two cartons mm. of passata. The reason I bought... I mean, it's decadent of me to buy those two cartons of passata because I've already got two cartons in my cupboard. What? So I've... Exactly. So I've now got four cartons of passata. You're so bougie. Aren't I? There's no point getting chopped tomatoes because the kids still leave them on the side of their plate. How? They pick them out. Um... Even if I've made them in a bolognese, they will still pick out... You know the, you know when you have, like, the tins of tomatoes and yeah. the stalky bits that end up... The chop, yeah. Yeah. So they always end up on the side of the plate. Oh. So I just say, oh, I can't be arsed now. So I just passata it all the way. Fair. And if you, frankly, if you can get it in Aldi for 32p, I think that's bloody bargain. 
Mm. Yeah. So yeah, I have started stockpiling. Cool. Um, yeah, so that's the big news today, in mm. three weeks' time, today. Um, the corona mm. zombies. I yeah. can't really top that, Tim. Can you not? Um, oh. What, has anything pissed you off or made you really happy? Airports. <gasps> pissed me off. Airports. Which airport right. did you fly? Did you fly to Sofia? Uh, yeah. <laughs> From Luton. Yeah. Oh and God. we were going through and, you know, normally in day-to-day life, I'm not that autistic. No. But in airports, oh, there was a group of people, hmm. uh, two women, two small children. Mm-hmm. We were going to the security checks. You know the bit where you go through the long... Yeah, where you put your bags through. Uh, after that bit. Oh. To the security checks, where they, like, you go through, take your belt off, all that shit. Yeah, you put your bags through. No, you put your... Yes, yes, yeah, the the carry-on stuff. That's what I mean. Yeah, so, going through, but walking, the actual way you walk. Yeah. Through the sort of maze. Yeah, yeah. The snaky maze. And there were people behind us, these two women, and children. Yeah. And because they were short, Mm -hmm. they ducked under the barrier and walked under it. So they went as the crow flies. Yeah, and they walked. Oh, I, I, oh. Did that trigger you, Tim? Oh, I was so (laughs) triggered because then I start mumbling about the rules and and I, I get quite, you know. Yes. And she looked back at me and she smiled and at that point I was, I was going to flip. I was going to flip but I was with um, my dad, my brother-in-law, my sister, yeah. my two young nephews. Yeah. None of us had had that much sleep. Yeah. So. Was it an early morning flight? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we left the house at half one in the morning. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So. So knackered. So what time was your flight then? Six. But we had to drive to Luton. Yeah. Do you know what we did was we had, we, we went from Gatwick, so we stayed in the motel next to the thing, because it's a three hour drive. Yeah. <gasps> Delivery, Tim. All right, I'll put whole music on. You put whole music on. Whole music. Please, it's nice to stay with our podcast with the whole music. Diddly, 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 diddly. Whole music is really nice. Whole music is like a bowl of rice. You have whole music when you need to hold something. What? I'm doing whole music. It's my favourite delivery. Guy. Oh, he's so nice. What's his name? I don't know what his name is, but he's but he dresses like um, a delivery driver. No, he dresses like someone out of a Dickens novel. Absolutely love him. He's so um, sartorially elegant. He's got like pinstripe sort of cool baggy trousers and a, normally got a little waistcoat and a little cap on. Is Lovely. he a hipster or? It's slightly hipster, but because it's Suffolk, you go, that's quite unexpected. It's like, I quite like, un- I quite like that unexpectedness. Like, we had a chimney sweep once who turned up, and this guy came to sweep our chimney, had the crispest white shirt you've ever seen. I mean, ironed to within an inch of its own life, and he did not get one speck of soot on his shirt. Well, he wasn't trying hard enough. I was more. I was how, so how clean was your chimney, though? My chimney. I could have eaten my dinner off my chimney. Could you? It would have been awkward because it's a very, very thin flue. So yeah. just like putting the dinner on the sides, it would have slipped down. Unless you uh, got someone on the roof yeah. to lower stuff through it, and you just like. <laughs> ah. I, could, I could have licked it, but again, I think I would have got my head stuck because I, I, the flue is really awkward. It's just like a thin pipe. Like the girl's dad out of Gremlins. Yes! <laughs> Which, yeah. Yeah. Who? Phoebe Cates from Beetlejuice. 
was in. That was the girl from Really? Gremlins. Phoebe Cates. I've forgotten about that. Yeah, whatever happened to her? Gosh. I know. Whatever happened to it? 80s actress Phoebe Cates. And if you're listening, how weird's that? <gasps> if you're listening, Phoebe. Oh, Phoebe oh, Cates. Oh, my God. We still think about it. Right, you. let's put the search out. Find yeah. Phoebe Cates. Should we have her as a guest? Yes. Amazing. Should we see if we can find her? Mm. Phoebe Cates, so if anybody listening to this knows anybody who knows anybody who might know someone who might know someone who knows Phoebe Cates. Like if you're listening, Michael Keaton? Then. <laughs> yeah. Or Alex We don't Baldwin, give a shit about you. Or Gina Davis. <gasps> Gina Davis. Oh, or Winona Ryder. Beetlejuice is a good film. Oh, just all those amazing people, no. though. Winona Ryder is so cool. She is. I love her in Stranger Things. Yeah, she's Have you watched good. anything lately that you love? Uh, Look at us jumping around. Yeah. Airports have pissed you off. And Phoebe Cates is great. And what yeah. did you watch lately? <laughs> oh, what did I watch? I watched... Uh, <laughs> yeah, you go first. <laughs> I watched Dead Water Fell. What was that about? It's a thriller, and oh. it was okay. And then I watched another thriller called Flesh and Blood, and that was again that was okay. I watched The Stranger, which was, but I watched Love Is Blind. Did you watch Love Is Blind on Netflix? No. What is it? Love Is Blind has got to be the most bizarre reality show ever, mm. ever produced. So the way it works. You, it's called, they call it the experiment. Oh, I hate that. So do I. You've got a house full of girls and you've got a house full of boys. And you've got all these pods. You've got like as many pods as there are people. Mm. And the idea is that they date each other. They get to know each other and they date each other in these pods. They never get to see each other, okay? So they just chat over however many days. I don't know, like eight maybe 10 days and the objective is to find out if love is blind so what that means is they have to the the ones that propose marriage end up going through to the next round not kidding five couples five pairs of people ended up agreeing to marry each other before they then went on to the next round which was a holiday together one, one couple didn't even last one night, I've got to say. Where um, they got to see each other. Yeah, I mean, they were both fit. It's just that they were nutters. I mean, they were absolutely... He was a psycho. I mean, he just was like... He was so... He's had so many issues, it was ridiculous. Yeah, but how else did you expect that to go? Some of them got married, Tim. What? It got, so it was like... So yeah, you have, but marriage isn't always permanent. <laughs> So you've got your dating in the pods, don't get to see each other. Then you've got go on holiday. Then you've got moving in together to a flat. And then you've got the wedding. And believe it or not, they're allowed to say, they can. They go to the wedding and the, the person doing the, the ceremony says, do you take this man or do you take this woman to be your wife stroke husband? And they've got to that moment to decide whether they want to do it or not. So they, So some of them were literally like, I don't. <laughs> I'm sorry, fam- but I don't. The, their families are there. That is an entire wedding set up. They're in their dress. They're all like Did, the wedding has been organised. So they, but not by them. No, by the TV show. Oh, I see. But they. So or, that's I mean, not so bad then. I but think. they organise that. I mean, they they do things like they buy their they buy their own dress. They buy their own suit. They organise their own bridesmaids' dresses. They. They, they sort out everything and they, they, they basically have a wedding and but some of them got married I mean it's an insane program the people on it are insane Do you not feel like the end of that like afterwards when the cameras have gone away would be like the end of the graduate where they're on the bus and their faces both drop because yeah. they realise they have no idea what they're doing. Yeah, like shit. Um, Which is the part in all the romantic comedy films yeah. that they leave out now. <laughs> it's like, don't marry that guy, marry me. Okay. Oh, oh I have no plans. <laughs> I don't know what we're going to do now. But okay, 
yeah. I know. I know. Anyway, there is going to be a Love is Blind reunion in a couple of weeks, apparently, which I'm really excited about. <laughs> so you find out who stayed and who didn't. But Ooh. some of them, some of the people on it, honestly, if you were left alone in a room with them, you would be terrified. I'm not joking. Male and female. There were some of them, I would just, I, I was like, if, if you had to spend five minutes with that person, it would be torture. It's an unbelievable programme. Don't know how I got into it, but because I wasn't, because I wasn't well last week, I had, the day after I had a migraine, I felt completely wiped out, like mm. really, really just on the floor ill. And I binged it all day. And I was just like, I was lying there like, like sort of, uh, I mean, and that is the sort of programme it is. You have to kind of almost be in a slight coma to, to just get through it. Because uh-huh. it is mind numbing. As, yeah. a, as a show but fascinating that's awesome I haven't really watched much telly since I've been back from Bulgaria are you not watching MasterChef no I hate it do you yeah or do I... you hate Greg and John is that what it is don't they I, I, I don't really I watch a lot of like YouTube cooking videos yeah um, and stuff like I'm up to date on, on Bon Appetit stuff and <laughs> Binging with Babish, and... but I I don't really watch much TVs. Oh, they're really good. So, can you recommend some YouTube um, cooking channels for me? Because I love a cooking program. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, there's there's a YouTube show called Good Mythical Morning, which is like two people, uh, two guys, and they have a YouTube channel. But there's a spin-off now called Mythical Kitchen, where they make stuff like yeah. uh, things. <laughs> wow, too. Yeah. That's specific things, like, eh? There's there's one called Fancy Fast Food where they take a fast food thing and then oh, see they if make... they can make the most expensive version of it and or stuff. Or like KFC like. or something. Yeah, yeah that right. sort of stuff. It's good. Uh, or there's. Um, what about a vegetarian one? What would you recommend? Oh, um... <laughs> <laughs> Dunno! You're asking the wrong person. Yeah, but what, and what's binging with Babish? Oh, uh, it's where a guy called Andrew Ray, uh, not Babish, uh, is a guy who cooks stuff from TV and films and games. Okay. And, yeah... Um, Why is it called binging with Babish? I don't know. I think he said why in an episode, but it was a long time ago and I've forgotten. <laughs> yeah. Knocks to the noodle. I don't know. And uh, there's a one a cocktail show called How to Drink, which I, I like. Um, I don't know why I watch these things. But they're good. Why does anyone? But, I don't know. Yeah, I don't watch YouTube. I'm not a YouTube generation watcher. No, yeah. you're more of a BBC Radio 4 listener. Only in the mornings. Yeah. Well, no, actually, only, in, only when I wake up or when I go to bed. And in, in the mid, No, the bit in, the, in between, I'm not. I'm Radio 6. Oh. Yeah. What does Radio 6 do? Music. Oh, it's like Radio 4 plus Radio 2. <laughs> Yeah, but better music. Really good music on Radio 6. Really? Yeah. What sort of music? All the stuff I like, all the indie stuff that I like. Oh, how do you, can you get it in your car? Yes. It's on Dab, Dab and Digital Radio. I don't have that. Oh, it's a digital station. Well, You can listen fine. to it through your phone. Put it yeah. through, your, through your speakers. Ooh. Probably. <coughs> Go on iPlayer, mm-hmm. radio player. Yeah. Yeah, and do it that way. Oh. So, um, so airports pissed you off. Yeah, and I did some new things. What lately. did you do? I bought aftershave. Do you know what? When you came in, when I met you at the gate, I thought you smell nice. Yeah, I've never done that before. <laughs> <laughs> what smelled nice? Well, I used to get confused by strong fragrances and now I'm alright really is that yeah. an autism thing I don't know I think it might have just been a weed thing oh yeah <laughs> that'll do it <laughs> yeah, I don't know but now I'm fine 
Um, I'm stable. And yeah, did that and... What did you buy? Uh, it was CK1, but it wasn't the normal one. It was the one that was uh, cheap at Superdrug. It was like collector's edition. Who collects Aftershave? I don't know. But I bought it because uh, I went with my girlfriend and she smelled and she wouldn't get that one. And I went, all right. <laughs> uh, and I Good got, old Yana. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. Love her. She's brilliant. That's brilliant. So and, now you turn yeah. up and you all smell all nice. Yeah, That's and lovely. I got my beard trimmed at a barber's because I, I can't do it. Did you really? Yeah. It is looking Fine and neat. Thanks. Yeah, it turns really? out I need people to do these things for me because every time I do it, like, <laughs> <laughs> so I just mimed uh, fucking up shaving. Literally, yeah. Yeah. Punching um, yourself in the face yeah, and um, ripping your chin off, probably. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah, so. But that's good because it is looking neat. Yeah, so I think from now on, once a month, I'm going to get my beard trimmed. With your male grooming yeah, routine. Yeah, because without a beard, I look weird. You don't look like Miranda. Not anymore. No. Um, I don't think you do. Is yeah. it with short hair you look like Miranda? A little bit. Although, uh, do you want to see my passport photo? Because I look a little bit like Sinead O'Connor. <laughs> <laughs> Sinead O'Connor's gorgeous. Cheers. I was once. <laughs> I was beautiful once. What? Right. Right. <laughs> Yeah, so thanks so much for putting up with this shite for the last hour, as you can see. Has it been an hour? We're so much more focused than we ever were. Yeah, so... Uh, we're really not. What? <laughs> what we are so shite. What have we spoken about? What have we even talked... Right. If you'd like to let us know what this podcast is about, please get in touch. Anne at theterrifiedwriter.com. That is Anne, no E. Follow me on Instagram and that lot. At the terrified writer and follow Tim. At... If you see me about. Yeah, follow Tim if you see him. Yeah. And uh, try not to let him see you. Yeah. Oh, that that work wonders for my paranoia. <laughs> exactly. Um, this has been fun. Yeah. We'll do it again. Shall we? Yes. Yeah. Speak to you soon, everyone. In a week. Yeah. All right. Listen. Get in touch with us if you've got any stories or if you just want to tell us to shut up. Or if you want to tell us what we should talk about, because that would be helpful. We're kind of running on fumes at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning help. in again. We love you very much. Send help. <laughs> See you next week for more Corona Zombies. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, please rate and review it. I know everyone says that, don't they? If you want to get in touch, the email is still anne at terrifiedwriter.com. You can find Tim on social media. He's Tim Merriweather and I'm Anne Hurst on Twitter and The Terrified Writer pretty much everywhere else. It's been great talking to you. Until next time, bye!